Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first ever episode of Lunching and Lattes. I am Mick. And I'm Candice. And we're here for our first ever episode on this podcast. This is crazy. I am so excited, Mick, to be jumping into this because that's what it feels like for me is literally jumping into this world of podcasting. So I'm excited. I wasn't even going to say jumping. I was going to say diving in head first <laughs> into like, I was going to say a shallow end, but it's not like that. It just feels like a very, I imagine it as a very high diving board. You know, the Olympics, like I literally just feel like, okay, well, let's go. You know, and that's what One, we two, three. do. And that's exactly what we do. There's so many areas of our lives, right? Where we've chosen to do that. We just dive right in. Yeah. There, and there's no better time than the present. So yeah. Um, so we're going to get started soon. But mom, your hair looks great today. Oh, thanks. Thank you. I had the opportunity to have it, you know, highlighted and zhuzhinged. Zhuzhing, what so, is that? That's okay. What's going on our vocab? That's right. I guess. Yeah, your vocab list. What is that about? Oh, okay, this is just off topic, but I have a whole vocab list for my family and just phrases that people will say often. So you can imagine, like, you, you know, you live in a house with everyone and people, you know, you have your phrases. Like, I have my phrases, everyone else has their phrases. So when I hear something specific, like, what did you mean? Zhuzhing. What? I'm about to write that in my notes. What's I'm about to of, add that in my notes. What's one of your words? I think one of my words are fair, valid. Like, I oh, I, oh, I say that a lot. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true so so those kind of things. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah. So thanks for noticing. Yeah, you're welcome. I just wanted to get primped for this podcast, even though I'm only sitting here with you. Even though no one can just see you us. Just me. And so excited to be uh, doing this and to come up with the name that we came up with. Yeah, Lunching and Lattes. This Lunching and Lattes itself has been a really big thing for the both of us. And I say big thing in terms of that's what our uh, we do together. And yeah. that's how we started to, I don't want to say, oh, we'll get closer. But that was always our event. We'd go out to lunch, we'd get a latte. And, and at the same time, it can just... You know, lunch and a latte can just fix a lot of things. And that's how we did life. Whatever was happening, we would talk about it over a big old bowl of... A latte. Yeah, a latte that was the size of a bowl. And it really, we spent, we spent like maybe up to two hours nursing our meal and really solving the problems of the world of our of our life yeah mostly just talking about what was going on and using that time to catch up and that was undivided attention so in that way so um lunching and lattes is would just seemed super fitting and after we were just you know going through it and brainstorming why don't we just go back to the root of what we do and that's what it is so i'm excited to actually go out for a lunch and latte when school is over and everything and stuff calms down a bit more you know, so I'm looking forward to that. Me too. Me too. And, you know, just a little bit of background. Um, some of you may know that I am a mother of, of five. Five. And even, you know, in my, my hashtag or my t- is uh, Fab Mom Five. Oh, that's in the vocab list, everyone. Everything is that Fab Mom Five, though, if she wants a license plate. And then on the, you know how you can engrave your AirPod case? Fab Mom Five. Yes. Anyway, continue. And, and I have it engraved or embroidered on my new vans that I got to design. Oh my gosh, her shoes. So anyway, yeah. here we are, Fab Mom Five, and Michaela's my number one of five. And <laughs> I always felt that one of the things that was important to me was to really be able to spend time with each one of them. And 
you know, Michaelis the first. So we got to spend a lot of time that way, um, lunching and lattes. Yeah. And you know, the number one in the first child. And yeah. I don't know what experience oh. other people have of that, but I always felt like, yep, of course I'm the favorite. Of oh, course, wow. of course it's me. Anyways, <laughs> I'm just going off, but, uh, some people may be able to relate to that. I'm the first child, obviously. What's yours is mine and what's mine is mine. Wow, Nick. I, I don't know that, what to say. That, I wonder if that's the experience of a lot of firstborns out there. That's just that's just how that's just how it is for me. This is my that life. That is true. But um yeah, and I think going with that because there's like so many of us of the of my siblings, I always felt that I was really close to my mom. I felt that I had the best relationship with you. Maybe I was, granted, I was older, but I always felt that I had the best relationship. We were close and I could really share a lot of things. If I heard something from my siblings, I would tell you because, because I could. And I just, I felt the need that I could. So that kind of takes us into our topic today, which is, is your mom your best friend? Is your mom your best friend, mom? (laughs) Um, My mom is my best friend, I have to say. When I think of someone that I'd love to share something with, something, an event that just happened in my life, I'm sharing with my mom. Um, now that I have kids of my own, I go to her for advice. And, you know, she's also a lot of fun to be with. And so I say to her often, you know, do you want to do a, have an adventure? Because I would, you know, pick her up and we'd be off. And mostly we'd also have lunch. And, you know, sometimes if I need doing a project around the house, she's there. And, um, you know, she's one of the people that I would definitely choose every time to be with her company. And we don't even have to do anything. We just can sit and be together and talk about anything. Yeah. But do you think that it developed into that feeling of you're my best friend, I want to go to you for everything? Or was growing up more of, like, was it not common for a mother to have a relationship with her daughter that way? I think growing up with my mom, um, we were, we're, you know, we're from the Caribbean. And my mom was really brought up in a very strict home. So she, I'm not sure that she would say her mother is her best friend. But I knew that she made every effort to make us a priority spend time with us and me being not the first child but the first daughter I got all of that and um do I I think that in yeah I think she we definitely developed that as we um as I got older for sure when I was younger like as a teenager I have I don't think she was my best friend yeah definitely but then it kind of grew into that as you kind of had more shared experiences and more life experience and you know depending on the context of what you were doing where you were yeah that shifted and I also have a sister so I didn't really necessarily go to my mom because I would go to my sister who's younger and then we would as we got older we sort of made it a thing where the three of us did things together but no I definitely hear that and if you already had someone that you felt like you could talk to in that way then she was she was that it could be that person well, in, in some situation it's your experience of grandma well now i feel like i could tell her anything and well not actually not everything but well, I what's feel your like, experience of my relationship with her i feel like you definitely don't say everything 
And you no, know, granted, I, I, I don't even feel like, you know, there are some things you don't, you don't have to tell your mom. Right. You know what I mean? And it's not even in a bad way. It's just because I, I don't need to tell you that. Right? Well, does that mean if a mother, how does that define a relationship with your your mother or your daughter or your daughter to your mother to the, her mother if she doesn't tell tell her everything well i feel like everything is a is there's a line between everything yeah what's everything everything is like i'm not gonna tell you the details of my like you know well, some things well, like, also i don't think mothers want to know those things exactly for instance i don't want to go to a party with you i don't want to hang out with your friends absolutely I don't not go yeah, I, I don't want to go to a Halloween party with your friends. No way. And at the same time, like, you're I not invited. I wouldn't want to like pair up as a a Halloween costume. It reminds me of these you. it reminds me of these TV shows and How I Met Your Father just came out and the mother of Sophie the main character is very you know, the mom is dating and the mom is like like mm. the 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 um friends have a crush on the mom like this that sort of idea is is portrayed as oh my mom is yeah. so close to me she's my best friend yeah. but i don't really consider it that way right and at the same time when you're mentioning your sister when you're mentioning my aunt and your relationship with her i think about my sisters and my siblings and i didn't really like we weren't that close in in the sense of you know getting older until maybe now or a few years ago That's right. so you were kind of my person to talk to and in a way it was it was isaac next my brother and he was a boy. Like, I I don't know. You were you were the girl. You were the woman. And my sister, five, the next one, five years apart. I didn't feel like even now is when the time that we started developing like actual real deeper conversations than we would have growing up. So I feel like you were that person to me growing up. So that's why I felt closer to you in comparison to them. I didn't go to them first. Well, and and really, you're you're 21 your yeah your brother's 19 yeah. and your sister is 16 so i mean i think as you all sort of got older you had more in common and you were able to really right. go to each other which is another thing that i really value like i don't feel i need to know everything and i think i always told you this i don't need to know everything that's going on yeah but as long as you guys are there for each other that's really what's important to me for sure and, you know and call me in when you need it yeah I'll and definitely I'm... be there too you know support handle it. <laughs> handle it yeah but so how much definitely. do you think you should be sharing how much do you think a mother i mean a daughter should be sharing with their mother for instance i feel like how much is such a general term but i feel like as much as they like you feel comfortable that you feel open enough that there's nothing there there's no barrier in between oh i'm censoring myself or i'm right. watching what i say and i think that really connects with and I, I feel that way because you all have always had a sense of openness and growing up you always said you don't get in trouble for telling the truth and right. not that and and that doesn't go with everything i say that i'm lying but i always felt like okay there's going to be no judgment here she's not going to judge me in that way and you're just going to listen to me because and then that allows me and gives me the space to openly talk about how I feel and what's going on in my life. And now that I'm I'm 21 and there are, I guess there are more things in my life that are happening in in comparison to when I like it was just acro and it was just sport. There's no I, I genuinely feel 
like I want to tell you because there's no barrier in between oh she doesn't know this so I shouldn't talk about it here right those kind of things that was always a big thing for me because I know that some people that's some people's experience because they feel like they're going to know their parents they're going to know their mom's reaction so right. I'm not going to say anything right and then and then you know it, it's not it's not just them it go it go does go both ways but I always knew that you wouldn't reprimand me in a way that I felt like you know what I'm not talking to you anymore right right uh, you know and I think that when you any of you uh, specifically you you would come to me about you know things like you know puberty dating yeah when all those questions started coming up I I felt a little bit nervous and I knew that I was born for this I was made for this that I would give you I would give you everything that I knew about it from a place of joy and and compassion that I wanted you to have the best experience coming from me so for instance when we would talk about puberty for instance I would think to myself I'm gonna just lay it out there and I'm not gonna use any any um you know cover up terms for these things i'm gonna use the the correct terminology and i'm and i'm gonna you know not not create an uncomfortable space for us and i was born for this i was made this is my role and this is what i was designed for was to be able to love you parent you and give you the information that you're looking for And that was probably what, when you were 10 or 11, we started talking about those things. And I think that was my mindset moving forward was, I'm going to give you everything that I have from a compassionate, loving place, even though it might feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And I, and I feel like it did feel uncomfortable at first, but then it, it, then uh, as it goes on, it just does, it, it doesn't in a way because it feels normalized in the sense that this is happening and this is it. Why should it be? covered up or why should it be taboo all these different all these different things so i always felt open enough to say like you know this is what's happening this is what's going on and i hate it well also this was going on with your body for instance yeah and, right and then i feel like and i don't know that i would even have that conversation with my mom yeah back no. then. i would not you know well because say- grandma gave me a book and was like read this well yeah she and was, i was like what is it oh my god i don't she get was it just talking about that the other day she was very proud to give me a book and I was like, what the heck is this book? Yeah. I'm like, they, I'm okay. <laughs> but the thing is, this the girl in the book is wearing like what they used to use for their period, like in older days. So me reading it is like, what, what the heck is this? Yeah. And grandma really felt she was doing the right thing. <laughs> That's nice. And it, uh, it was at the time. Lover. Yeah, for sure. They, but totally but I mean, I think puberty it. is just the one thing that we were able to be very open yeah. and transparent about. And, As an example, for sure. And so now, you're, you know, your sister, um, you know, she's open enough to talk to me about it, too, because, you know, you've really set the tone for that. But it's also like we're women. Like this, right. this literally just happens. It, right. it's, it happens to everyone. Everyone is going through it. We're all human. So why not? And and what better person talk to do that about that with your mother? Like why am I gonna try? And I was always thankful. I don't have to go and try to ask anyone else for so, about it and so and try you, to hide it and try to get answers somewhere else. Look, she's right here. So are you saying that you really found a lot of value in our red velvet <laughs> breakfast? 
oh my gosh i don't know i don't values the word i was just like appreciate okay i appreciate it but if i think about enjoy i don't know i I enjoyed um, it because i got a i got a free breakfast and it was delish and i got a lot of and i had a lot of people there that were like okay a lot of women give the backstory on the red red breakfast oh my gosh i literally cannot believe we're talking about michaela seems to this is the first time i've actually heard her be a little bit positive about this red velvet breakfast so i had the idea that when you know she had her she got her period that i would have a breakfast for her and i would invite um the women in her life so my mother my sister who's her godmother and at that time it was just me and i'm not sure if anybody else came but uh, the intention oh and my sister-in-law like just our close friend and yeah, she's she there too. Yeah, yeah, she was there. Yeah, like just all the close uh, females in our life, right? And I just thought it was a way to celebrate our womanhood, um, our sisterhood, and you know have these women come together for her to really speak into her as she was becoming a woman. Like, and you know, needless to say, <laughs> everyone had such wonderful things to share, right? Except for Grandma, because oh she's in, my <laughs> god, she was in a different. But I feel like at the time, I did, I could, I couldn't appreciate it because first of all, I'm low key traumatized. I'm like, well, I don't know what's going on. This is like too much. I don't want to draw attention to it. But now I think back, and I'm like, you know, it's normal. Like this is normal. You might as well celebrate me. Why not? Yeah. You, if you're all here for me, might as well celebrate me. Well, that's definitely not how the way you felt when we were celebrating. Totally. Of and course not. And it was scary. Now people are looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now you know Breakfast we've had it. We've had crepes. two so far, and it's it's just the. Um, I was, but the thing yeah, is, family. I was very against it at first. But um, yeah, that that was definitely a thing, and I think it's an aspect I think about in terms of my future and what I would want to do if I had a daughter. And it, and I'm like, okay, like I'll lim- that. That's for just that's just like a later well, issue. But I do think about it because. You know, it normalizes it and it's not, oh, like, I don't want to ask my mom to get this for me or exactly all those things. So, exactly. so in that sense, it feels very, it feels very comfortable and open. And I really like I that. I think that is, that is it. I was thinking that the same thing was, my word was openness. I think that created a level of openness where, you know, hopefully you felt that you could go to any one of these women and, and, and talk to them. And um, it was just something that we did. And I think that's something that I believe in my mind created or contributed to our relationship today yeah for sure and And i'm not sure if we're getting off topic no well i was gonna say going back to is your mom your best friend um i actually did a poll on my instagram and we asked two questions so the first question was can your mom be your best friend and the second one is was is your mom your best friend so for the question can your mom be your best friend 89 percent of people said yes and 11% said no. So mind you, this is can your mom be your best friend, okay? So for is your mom your best friend, 56% said yes, their mom is their best friend. And 44% said no. So what was interesting when I was kind of looking at the demographic of this, yeah. there were more, uh, there were more, I was going to say obviously, but it's not really like, more, there were more girls that said yes <laughs> than the guys, right? And and granted, like the guys, some of the guys are not voting, which is, which is cool. But for the ones that did, it was really cool to see that. To see that their um, their opinions. Well, I think guys define best friends very differently. They're guys. Or, they're boys. You know, do they even <laughs> consider anybody to be their best friend? Yeah. Um, and then there's the fa- there's this the mother son relationship too. That dynamic is that dynamic is, is totally different and <laughs> is, is yeah, an interesting one for sure. And I think that 
because a lot the majority of people said yes your mom can be your best friend but doesn't necessarily mean she is your best friend mm-hmm. so that's true and then it goes both ways and, and then and, and how that relationship plays out in their own life and whatever circumstances that's under right and it still works best friend or not it still works yeah because i think the main thing is is that mother and daughters have a relationship that supports them on any level so what would you say is a way that a mother can support or can improve a mother-daughter relationship i would say just going in and having a conversation without judgment and letting you know the daughter just share and and whatever it may be whatever judgment may come up not to voice it right away and just to be open because there are times that i feel like oh, I know what she's going to say. I'm not telling you mm-hmm. because there's no point in telling you. I don't need to tell you anyway. I know what, exactly what you're going to say. So what's the point in even sharing this? So I think like an open, generally open conversation and just ha- knowing that, okay, I'm just going to listen to you right now. Well, just to add to that comment, I would say that if a daughter feels that she already knows what her mother's going to say, I think she gets to take a risk and think something different. Or even I think what would support a mother is if the daughter was to say, I think I know what you're going to say about this, but I'd like to know anyway. And that creates another layer of openness. Yeah, definitely. You know, and I think that's also a bit of a risk sometimes for mother, mother and daughters. For sure. And, and I, and I, and I think the I think the same thing. And at the end of the day, when I think about ma- mother, daughters and me, you and I, I was going to say me and you, you and I, at the end of the day, you're my mom. You know, and that's never going to change. Right. And I can never change that. And granted, we have all of our, we have our ups and downs and we have, you know, those things which is normal in any relationship. But at the end of the day, you're my mom. And that's never, that's, that's an aspect that will never change. You know me the best out of, out of, you know, I want, I want to say anyone, but you, you're one of the people that know me the best. Yes. And that, that's never going to change. Like it's, it's seriously, it's inevitable. Like that's just how it is. I think that's a a really good notice that I think some I'm going to say kids some young people kids. forget and let's say some daughters forget is that their mom really knows them really well better than anyone else and I think in sometimes in the heat of conversations or situations or life situations I think that daughters feel alone and think no one's going to understand me and I think if they kind of went back and thought, you know, my mom knows me the best. My mom, and she's the one who's going to be there for me always. If that was something that got to be top of mind for a daughter, I think that that would be incredible. And it would be a real win towards resolving whatever is there, regardless of what they are, regardless of how... Um, how traumatic the daughter feels a relationship is or the situation is. If you got to go back and think, you know, I know my mom is going to be there for me. Um, then I, I think that would really support in so many ways. Yeah, I think so too. And, and going off my last point, I think what helped me was just accepting the fact that this is my mom. Like you are my mom. This is it. You are that per- you that you, that is you. Yeah. And I can never change that, so I might as well start enjoying it. <laughs> might like as well. it's serious though. No, might as well. Okay, well, I maybe guess might it as well. Like a but... pretty big revelation. 
Yeah, I mean, you, you, I could resist it for so long and then just oh. learn to, this is my mom, like, you know? But it also goes both ways. If you weren't the way you were, you know, and and I feel like we, we were very, we I, I get a lot of things from you and that's why I feel so similar and I'm like, maybe I'm getting mad, but I'm really maybe seeing parts of myself that I've become. Absolutely. So, so and then if I'm getting mad at you, am I just getting mad at <laughs> what I, parts of me that I have from you? That's you know, and, then, and I don't want, and, and I don't hate myself. I love myself. That's right. So. And, and I love <laughs> myself that, too. Exactly. And you know. So what are we doing and here? And you know what? And I think that's another great point is around confidence. You know, the level of confidence um, for me as a mother to be able to be both things, to be able to say, you know what? You, that was wrong. You shouldn't have done that. And now yeah. you're going to be consequenced. Now you're going to be disciplined. Um, we talked about this or whatever it is on whatever level and I get to be the one that disciplines you that um, teaches you life lessons or you know and supports you through them and the one that rewards you and loves you and celebrates with you and is your friend so I think striving for that balance is really what creates confidence and I feel like I, I had the confidence going in in many ways that definitely that I knew that I was your your parent first yeah you know I didn't I don't think that as you were growing up I felt that you're my bestie so I'm just gonna let you you know do whatever you want to do never uh (laughs) I just I I, and hey listen it can sound all nice but I always knew this is my mom yeah and and this is my parent and you know she has the upper and listen I'm not in charge here and you have it's you have a 10 year old (laughs) sister and you see the life she's living now or what she's been going through lately. When girl she's is trying get to, it. Girl when she's is trying getting to flex, it. Uh, you know, all over here. And you, you see what she's living and you it's can say to her. It's great to just watch. Right. And you can it's say to great. her, you know what, Ella? I've been there. And this is what you get to go through. And, and she's watching everything. And there's so much value in her watching you and, and uh, you know, just be, for her to be the, the, the last one. Yeah. Um, so I had another question. Um, what do you think um, supports our relationship? I think what supports us in, you know, he, you know, the bigger, the bigger picture is my ability to just be like, mom, I literally can't today. Or just to, just to voice my feelings without you giving me advice right away or without you, you know saying oh maybe you should try this or maybe you should do mm. this instead mm-hmm. just just I, sometimes i just want someone to listen and i really value that in in all in all places so i think that supports me the most so what would you say to moms out there who just want to be <laughs> that supportive person to their daughters i think it goes back to your last question too you know and, and find something that you know, it's maybe fun for the both of you. You know, you, you know, everyone, everyone likes to go shopping. You know, first of all, I feel like that is like a very specific example. But you know, go out and and as you, as you're doing things, you have you start to have conversation and it comes really naturally. It's just you know, and when you're out in a different location, you're not necessarily in your house with your mom or your mom's not coming to visit you, and you just go out and you're doing something. You feel you naturally feel more open, like you can share more. Or okay, yeah. you know what? You you know if we're in the car on the way to the grocery store, I'm like, you know, oh, like I didn't tell her this. Maybe I should say it now. And then I go <laughs> home and I'm like, oh shoot, thank goodness I didn't say anything. Uh, but but just in like little instances like that, I don't think it it doesn't really take much, you know. So to 
Um, so to the moms out there, you're suggesting that they not jump <laughs> in with comments or advice. Yeah, and I think there, there's a, I think not saying like oh never never do this, but there's a of course you can, but you know give it the space for it not to be. And then obviously you know you're the mom at the end. Of the day. You always have that power. Yeah, that's what I feel like. You always have that power as a mom to do what to you know to be the, you the parent at all times. Yes. You are always that figure. You're always that person. And if you give it that one little bit of time to just openly share share i don't really like that but openly talk and george openly listen and then after you can you know provide your comments and concerns but i think that's really important i think that's a great tip you know to the moms you know just really pause and really you know pause that's a good point michaela you know pause and um, say a prayer that you know what's next what sort of wisdom you get to share what really is what are you really called to say right now in terms of supporting so that's really great tip just to pause because less is more in many ways pause and look up mom pause and look (laughs) up do you remember that yeah i know that was so funny okay just a little backstory on this so we used to go on walks (laughs) and walks all the time okay well it's taking a pause (laughs) we go on walks and mom is like you know just look up and i'm like what the hell look up because we heard a (laughs) chirping from the trees and we were trying to figure out uh where's this coming from and as we looked up and and i do remember that so clearly because we not only did we see the bird but you know our neck muscles started to you know relax. Yeah, because my head's all the way back. And we started to looking feel up. like some relief in our neck and our back, and relief, that became. Yeah. That's really just look what up. We said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all. It's all. Yeah, and and I think there are ups and downs, but at the end of the day, just look up. Pause and look up. Pause and look up. That's nice. really great. That's nice. A, that is lovely. And you know, Mick, we could talk about. Pink, talk Michaela Pingle, twenty twenty two. Yes, yeah. so we could talk for hours and. Um, we have lots of topics that we want to talk about and i think we get to you know i think yeah say goodbye to our listeners oh gosh yeah i uh, know sad it is so congratulations (laughs) on the last on our on our first thank you so much yeah and i think next time we're we'll touch on you know deeper into what friendships mean and I, i really like reaching out to whoever like whatever um on instagram and seeing people's comments and their opinions because it really really is an eye-opener for us both so yeah so thank you for the time and i just want to say have a great day and remember to pause and look up oh so we're so natural at this okay bye bye